0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Am Not Okay with Day. I am your host, Day, and today we are joined by my bestie, Felicia. Hello, hello, (laughs) hello welcome to the podcast you are no um you're not even really a guest at this point you're a regular you're here all the time (laughs) but for those of you who do not know Fee is a teacher she's an educator she is a literacy coach she is a youtuber an influencer everything she's my bestie welcome (laughs) well thanks for the introduction (laughs) day of course always um so, if y'all have been following last summer, Fee was here on the podcast. I'm talking about, you know, some some big life-changing things and um she is back and we're going to talk a little bit more about some of those things, talk about the adjustment, the recovery, update on where she's at. So I'm so so excited to get into it. But y'all know the first thing we do here is talk about what made, made us feel some type of way? So, Fee, I'll let you go first. What how are you feeling some type of way?
1: Okay, let me tell you. Um, what has been making me feel some type of way? I know that we need rain. It's good. It makes the grass grow. It makes things um, grow. It washes away things. However, with the rain comes pain. Okay, I've been feeling yeah. very... Weather down here has been very wet and rainy. Um, So when it's rainy, my body feels it. You remember how like growing up, your grandmother Mm -hmm. would tell you a storm is coming. I can feel it. I have become the grandmother that can feel when the weather is changing. I can feel it. My body starts to hurt. So that has made me feel some kind of way.
0: I feel that so strongly. I'm so sad for you that you're feeling it physically in your body. But yes, the weather over here has been pretty gloomy too. So I feel that. Well, what had me feeling some type of way is, okay, I started rewatching This Is Us. (laughs) Did you watch This Is Us, V?
1: I started it, but it's a trigger for me. Yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't watch it anymore.
0: Yeah, it's a really hard one. It is very emotional. It's very deep, and I don't know what told me to do this, but I was like, "It was It's on Netflix, now, so I was like, "Hey, let me rewatch this, girl." That having all my feelings, like I've already watched all of it already once, and why was I a boohoo crying in that first episode? Oh yeah, uh, it got me. I I I can't watch
1: it. It's it's, it's too close to home for me. It is.
0: It really is. And normally I don't like shows that are too close to home like that. But I don't know. For some reason, this show just gets me. It's a really good show. It is. It's so good. But your girl just can't do it. I just can't. (laughs) I get you, girl. I get it. But I think this is a good segue, though, because in this episode that I watched, it was... I'm not going to spoil it, just in case you haven't watched it. But there is this one scene where something bad happens, and one of the characters say, Yay. "Um, like you just got the sourest of lemons, and I hope that you can make something resembling lemonade." you know with that and that was like a saying that they had throughout the show of the main characters something that their father used to tell them of like you know what um life gives you lemons we've all heard it before sometimes they're sour but you can add something in there to make it taste like lemonade you know pour a little sugar in there if it's too sour a little more you know and it had me thinking just about this idea of yeah the things that life gives us sometimes and what we do with that and I think it's a good just like segue into what we're gonna talk about which is Can the I lemon add to yeah
1: add to that because I saw a quote that said not when life gives you lemons mm-hmm. but when life gives you limes you mm. turn it and you just smile <laughs> but the letters it. that make limes yeah you. <laughs> we get
0: it yeah exactly so i think it'll be good just to start talking about the lemons the limes that have been given to you and me too because i think that we it's crazy because our situations are so different and yet we are experiencing yeah we're experiencing so much of the same emotions, so I think right. it's definitely relevant for us both. So, first, feed just give us an update. Tell us how you've been. Um, it's been like what, like seven months now since we last talked. And,
1: honey, a lot has happened in the seven months. So, just yeah. a quick update. Um, for those of you that are new to the show, um, new to the podcast, um, a year, oh. It's about to be. That was twenty twenty two. It's about to be two years. Oh Lord! Wow. About a year and a month ago, um, I was in a terrible car. He swerved into my lane, um, and he had a much bigger car than I did. So his car crushed my entire right leg, um, as well as my nephew who got injured in the accident as well. Um, but I had to, um, I couldn't work anymore because I, I couldn't walk. Um, and I was in a wheelchair for about four or five months. And then I gradually moved to a, um, a rolling walker. I mean, a walker and then a rolling walker. And then, um, let's, that's kind of where we left off in the summertime. So Mm -hmm. now... Um, catching up now seven months later um I had transitioned from walking with a a rolling wheelchair I mean a rolling walker what they call a rollator to a cane only for short distances so like I went back to work back in August and I was so excited to get back to school because I'd missed my kids. and um so yeah I started off walking with that rollator um and then in my classroom I would walk without the rollator and then I would walk without the cane within my classroom short distances um so that was great and I was learning how to walk again Um, and just being more confident in my walk because um of all the reconstruction that had to be done uh, with my leg so now fast forward about seven weeks ago I had another surgery um, because my foot was not aligned it was out of alignment and it was making me walk like a like a little penguin so the left foot was going straight and the right foot was going out to the right and I was kind of like doing like a waddle, like this Oh wait, those of you that can't see, like the ocean in the motion, in the uh the ocean, you know I was doing something like that, and so I had um surgery where they had to re-break my ankle, my tibia, my tibia and fibula, um, to correct that. In which God be praised, it is now corrected. My Amen. foot does sit, sit straight. It's no longer leaning over to the right, which I'm thankful for. Um. But I'm back home on uh, medical leave, which is kind of back where we started, uh, 2022. I mean, 23.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy because you're, like, this whole last year has just been so hard. And it kind of sort of feels like we're right back at it, like nothing has changed.
1: It feels like, honestly, I don't don't know if I didn't mean to cut you off, but it feels I am back. I don't say at ground zero, but it feels that way. Yeah. Because I had surgery when I you know the accident happened initially in twenty twenty two, I had surgery and I was out for the rest of the school year, mm-hmm. and I had surgery again twenty twenty three, and I'm out. Then are you know where we are now in the year?
2: Yeah. I don't know.
1: I would be able to go back to work based on, you know, what my doctors will approve. Mm -hmm. So just that, but I'm ready to go back mentally.
0: Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Like, how has it been? You know, because even though it feels that way, you have made so much progress. I wanted to say that the fact that you literally could not walk at all and you went through months of rehabbing like you said we were talking last time you were in the wheelchair you were using the walker then the cane and um hello y'all she did go back to work in the fall and you literally did a whole semester teaching in that state like that is not a small thing you got back in there, um, you made a lot of progress. And so, like, even with this, um, the newer surgery that just recently happened, I mean, it, it, it the goal is accomplished. Like, what they went in there to do happened. And we yeah. praise it, you know? And so, like, even though we're a year later and you're at home, you're not at the same place that you were at a year ago. You know, like I, I appreciate that because
1: sometimes I need that reminder because it feels like, oh, uh, I'm back where I, where I last started. Yeah. But when I think about it, um, I can do things. I'm a little bit more independent this time around than I was last time. You mm-hmm. know, I had me in my lake,
0: right? Uh, that
1: big old bar <laughs> that was in my lake. And Um, I can do things for myself that I couldn't do this time. And like, since I've been home, I've been like working on like the exercises that, you know, my PT gave for the first time I had the surgeries and things like Mm -hmm. that. um, It's always good to have like people to remind you where you were, like you're not in the same space. And like what I do, I use my phone to document um, what, what has happened? Like, okay, today I feel like this.
2: Mm-hmm. this is
1: what I to accomplish today. and I have like a photo album in my phone that says the accident and the journey. Mm-hmm. So at times I go back and just look at those pictures of where I where I was, where I could have been mm-hmm. and just look at what God has been able to do like I mean, if you think about it, Dania. A year ago, I couldn't do anything. They were talking about amputating my leg.
0: Wow.
1: And to go from they were going to amputate my leg to I have my leg, praise God.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm walking. And even now that, you know, I am post the second surgery, I am making some gains. So some days are better than others and some days are a little bit more challenging than others
0: Hmm. yeah it's just amazing just to see just the changes you know oh yes when I think about um just even looking at the pictures of you a year ago I mean I I see you in the bed you know not being able to move around and even though it's still hard to move around like you're still able to do it you know last year you couldn't be at home by yourself right
1: Right, and now I'm home by myself while my husband's at work and mm-hmm. my in laws at work, and I can I can manage for the most part by myself, and and I'm so thankful because like you're right, like my husband had to be 24 hour around the care, yeah, me because I could not do anything for myself, where like now I can do a little bit more, mm-hmm. a little bit more, I'm thankful.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's just talk a little bit about what that experience has been as far as just like the emotional and the mental impact of, you know, going through this process, especially over the last few months. Um cuz we kind of talked about that in the last episode. But how has it been over the last few months?
1: Um it's been it's been challenging. I'm not even going to yeah. It's been very challenging. So I'm the same person that I was before, but my body is not the same person. So when I'm at work, you know, at school, in my mind, I feel like I am, you know, back. There's no injuries mm-hmm. that I can, um, you know, do what I was doing before. And uh, I'm a very involved, active, engaging teacher. I'm a hands-on teacher. Uh, My whole philosophy is learning should be fun and engaging. So that's the teaching style that I bring. And um, these last few months of coming back into the classroom, it has been very challenging because I want to do what I did for my students previously. However... I do have to, I've learned that I have to dial it back because um, I'm just in pain most days. I just don't say anything, but I'm in pain. Not most days. I'm in pain every day. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell the truth.
0: Just tell the truth.
1: Yeah, Every day. Um, But who wants to hear, oh, I'm, I'm in pain. Oh, my body hurts. Like, you know, people around don't want to hear that. And I don't want to hear that myself that I'm in pain. So, you know, you just got to tough it out because it won't be like this always, prayerfully.
2: Hmm. It
1: won't be like this always. But um, it's it's been very challenging because there's been a lot of things that I'm accustomed to doing in my mm-hmm. class. Um, so like I would do like a pizza activity when we're talking about sequencing and putting things in order. I would have the kids, we'll all go to the cafeteria and they'll make their own little pizza. And that's something that I do every year when I teach my lesson on sequencing and putting things in order, they'll make their little pizza and then we'll write about what we had to do in the correct order. However, I just could not do that this year because that requires a lot of movement and going back and forth between the kitchen of the school and back to the students and that I just can't do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: and also like I'm not as fast as I was before. So it's it's been very challenging. Um some days I do sit and cry. I do just sit and cry because Week Danya, I just miss my old life. Like I miss the life that I had before the accident. Yeah where I was able to do, but um, what I'm realizing is it's okay. And it maybe my time with things, but these last few months have been challenging, just maneuvering within the classroom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, So I have like a small table that I sit at with my chair. Um, and then my students all have like their little desk and tables and things like that. Um, And so like, even just like sitting down and then getting up is a chore.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: and my kids, can I talk about my kids real quick? Talk about them. My students are some of the most compassionate young people that I've ever met. Hmm. They are so, sweet and caring um can i just share this story real quick Daniel? yeah share it so going back to school it was very i was very emotional about it mm-hmm. um because i do have a lot of scarring on my leg due to the accident um and where my knee is supposed to be it's i had a skin graft there so it looks It doesn't look like a typical knee Mm -hmm. area. Um, My skin is a little bit more textured there because of the skin graft. Um, And like I said, there's scars. So I would go to work in long dresses um, to disguise the scarring on my legs. Mm -hmm. And I was really concerned about sharing my accident with my students. I knew that it was going to come up because some of these kids were my students from last year. So they abruptly had no teacher um, in the middle of the school year. um, So I knew that I had to discuss the accident with them, right? But I didn't know how. I didn't want to frighten my students with my leg because um, not that it's scary, but it can be a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing all of the scars and all of the, you know, the result of the accident. And um, so we had a parent meeting that was coming up two weeks into the school year. So my plan was to share with the parents about my accident and allow them to help me talk about like my scars and that, Mm -hmm. not that I have short dresses, but I have some dresses that when I sit, my knee, and my legs are exposed. Um, However, I was not able to do that. So I'm sitting, Dania, in um, our store. Sitting, it showed a few of my scars on my leg. And I'm reading the story, getting the kids engaged. They're excited about story time, of course. And I'm asking questions. And so I asked the question and one of my babies, she raises her hand and I'm I'm thinking she's going to answer my question. Nope, she asks a question. Not of the story, of course. It was about my leg. It was Miss Stewart. How far your scar go up? Can I see your scar? Um. So I was kind of taken aback because I wasn't ready to discuss right. it, but I have been praying and asking God how to bring this up with my six and seven year olds, first and second graders. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of pause while I'm reading my story and I'm like, okay, well, you know, um, I got this scar here and my dress, my baby is now, she is now pulling my dress up because she's like, how far does it go? And <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> like, well, how it goes up pretty far. And so now another student asks, well, did he hit you? How, how did the car accident happen? And they're asking questions and they are becoming very curious. And it was because of their curiosity, it helped to release some of my anxiety.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How to share, would they be nervous? Would they be scared? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what type of in- Good God. He answered. Before we even call, he answers. I'm on uh, pulling my dress up, and they're asking, can they feel my leg? And I'm like, well, okay. So all of them come and they huddle. They try to feel every scar on my leg. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to get emotional because. I I I don't like the scars. Yeah, they're there, reminder. But I don't really like them. I'm embracing them now, uh, so I'm getting emotional. And one of the kids said, "Miss Stewart, Miss Stewart, you know your leg is different, but we like different." And all of them start chiming, in, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we like different. Your leg is fine, or whatever, right?" They're encouraging me. Oh, I just like, wow, God, you answered my prayer. So it was no longer an issue, whether I wore a a skirt or, you know, whatever, because it didn't bother them. They didn't care.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then there was a point in time where I couldn't go outside because of um the way our playground is. Mm-hmm. It has steps to the playground. And for a while, I just wasn't comfortable. Go, um, going outside to go up the steps. Mm-hmm. As I was getting stronger throughout the semester, and you know during cur- cold and flu season, I got to get outdoors just to kind of get some fresh air. And uh, one of my kids they took my roll later and took it up the hill instead of having me to carry it up the stairs.
2: Oh. Another
1: student immediately grabs my hand and says, "Come on, Mister, I got you." And so I, when I say my kids are amazing, Mm -hmm. they are just simply amazing. And God gave me a wonderful class that was very compassionate about my accident and very, they were very sensitive to me. And Mm -hmm. so I'm grateful for the students that I received this school year because they truly are a blessing.
0: Yeah, that is just so beautiful, like such a touching story. Kids, sometimes they're the worst, but sometimes they're the best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, girl, that's just, I just love to hear how supported you felt. And I mean, I know I've been on the journey with you just in the healing process and how hard it's been, but to know that there's been just shining lights, you know, things Mm -hmm. that, keep you encouraged that you've been able to experience in just this really hard time. It's just beautiful. And I'm so glad that you have had that experience. And something, you know, something I wanted to just like talk about a little bit more is just this, just the idea of things really just not going as planned, you know? And I mean, I've experienced it myself. You were mentioning like you're yourself but then you're not really yourself. Like after the accident, it changed you completely. You know, you, yes, your personality is still the same, but it definitely changed like physically all the things that you've done. And I myself have experienced going through just like a, a life event that changes changes you in some way a really big way and so to even figure out how to move forward in life like after all these these big changes it can be so hard to do you know what what do you feel like has gotten you through like how have you been able to still keep smiling girl because let me tell y'all that the other day I went to fee's um prayer meeting at her church she invited me to it and just I mean everybody knows this already but fee is the epitome of sunshine and even amidst like the hardest times you have always been able to radiate you know and just hearing how, you encouraged so many of your church members, and how they felt like so good about just you and and the the your countenance amidst everything. And I um, mean, somebody so somebody said to you, "You don't look like what you've been through." And I was like, "Correct, <laughs> you don't look like what you've been through at all." But I mean, I know also that, yeah, there have been definitely moments when you and I are just, like, crying together, you know, on FaceTime. And so, yeah, how, how have you been able to just, like, continue to move forward, you know? Truthfully,
1: Dania, I think God has, he has a sense of humor, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, My name, the name that my parents gave me, it means happy. Yeah. It's and, so suiting. <laughs> and that was the perfect name for me. um, Because when I think about the things in my life, right, mm-hmm. what has happened, this could have really, I've could have really gone a different direction. Yeah. I could have, you know, turned to so many other devices. However, Because I had a strong faith in God prior to the hard times, he was there for me in the good times. I knew that he was going to be there for me in this most challenging event of my life. I keep saying this is the hardest thing that I ever had to do, which is absolutely true. This is the hardest thing that I've ever been through. Um because it's so life alterating. Because Mm -hmm. it's so um life changing. Yeah. Right? Um but truthfully it's been trusting in God and then having a village really what's been helping me because there have been days where I've just been down. I just felt like, God, like, why did you allow this to happen? Like what good can come out of this?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the moment I say that, right. It's almost like God says, "Boop." you know, how, you, you know, you used to get popped in your mouth, Boop! <laughs> you know, it's the Holy spirit. Boop! How dare you say that? Because look at what,
2: hmm. you know,
1: Less somebody else by just sharing your testimony or um, someone else was feeling discouraged and you had a, a scripture to give them because you've been studying. Um, just seeing my kids looking at like their little characters. God has helped me to Look at like different, like even Bible characters, you know, Mm -hmm. who have gone through difficult times. Think of Joseph, who was doing exactly what he was supposed to be doing.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And because of someone else's choices, Mm. he was punished in a way, in a sense.
2: Right,
0: right.
1: But he didn't stay in that mindset of, oh, God has left me. Oh God has forgotten. You think of Job; everything that Job owed was taken from him, Mm -hmm. and he did ask God. He did question why, and then God had to boop, pop him in his mouth. Who are you to ask me about this? I'm the God of the universe. So just looking at Bible characters and having the support system that I have has really kept me my spirits lifted
0: yeah
1: and I want to be down there have been times when like I called you or like the Holy Spirit told you to call me and I'm like girl and you're like well well you know well and that well always changes the mindset
2: Mm -hmm. it's
1: think of it you got to have a, a mindset that's a, a growth mindset yeah so that's really what's been helping me is the support of family friends and having a strong faith before tragedy mm-hmm. strikes so that when tragedy strikes
0: mm-hmm. you already
1: know where your help comes from
0: amen Girl, let's talk about the support, okay? Because support is so underrated. Like, even me. I mean, girl, I mean, there have been definitely times that you called me down in the dumps and I was like, I'm down in the dumps too, so I don't know if I can help you right now. (laughs) But actually, like, I would say for myself, just having you who understood, you understood how I felt, you know, even though the situation was not the same and being being able to know, to know that somebody else knows what it's like, that you're not alone in that. There definitely is like power and there's something that makes you, it makes you feel better. It really does that you're not by yourself. But on top of that, to be able to have friends that do encourage you, that do pray for you, that are like, let's pray together. I've been praying for you. That can say, hey, remember remember when we said this, you know, remember the promises God has made. That makes such a difference. It really Um, does. And truly, I mean, you've been that friend for me as well over the years. And I'm just so grateful also, especially, again, yeah, when you're going through really hard stuff. Like you need people to lift you up. And you and I both know this. We are always the lifter. We lift people up. And it's hard to receive that lifting and to be on the other end and to even let people lift us up, you know. Um, and we also need to be lifted up. Very and so, I'm very happy that you've felt that. And girl, what you said about God, that faith, Cha, can we talk about that faith? Because it'd be hard sometimes, you know, to remember, what God has said, but the fact that you had that already established, you know, you know who God is. That never wavers. So even in the midst of all the things, you know who God is. And you know that this is not the end game for you. This is Mm -hmm. not something that's going to last forever. This is a season. Right. And when you look at it, I mean, everything has kind of been going as, as far as recovery is concerned. Everything is going the way it needs to be because, like, this is what the doctor said. Okay, we're going to do this. Then you're going to go to PT. And then you're going to do this. Then we're going to have the surgery. and then So everything has happened when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. the way it's supposed to and that's the other thing right where when we go through life-changing events we think like you said why did this happen and we also think if this didn't happen then I would be doing xyz xyz right. but we don't actually know that we don't really right. know what would happen like sometimes where I myself used to be like if I never got divorced then I would be you know whatever and you kind of like romanticize the life that you had before mm-hmm. this life-changing thing cuz yeah. you're like it it was so much better like and 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 truthfully i think that there's some truth in that everything has changed so things are harder but something i've been thinking about is is it actually better you know because like for me for example i know that going through this divorce and and just all the healing and everything it's been a painful journey, but I am better off today for it in that the person that I am today is it's not someone I think I could have gotten to be if I were still there. I am healthier. I am able to manage like my emotions more and deal with them more. I'm wiser. I have more information. I have more. There's just more that's made me into a better person. And I don't know that that could have happened if I didn't go through what I went through. So I can look back today and be like, you know what? This divorce and this whole process actually made me better. Because it made me into the person I think that I want to be more of. I think the person that God wants me to be, you know. And it's hard because I don't always feel that, you know, bad things always happen for a reason. But I know that God works regardless. Yeah. And he has the ability to work despite what we do, despite what other people do. It's not fair. Like, it's not fair that this random person caused you this pain and changed everything. But God. But God. He's greater than the accident and what this person did. And he can do even greater things in this recovery process. Like, who knows where you're going to be a year from now, you know? Two years from now. I, I've i seen you also grow in this process in that you were very much like I gotta be strong I gotta be good for everybody gotta be you know and you've let yourself break well, actually which I think you've needed to yeah you know and you can probably speak to more things like as far as how you think things have um worked out you know
1: yeah. So, like, you hit the nail on the hammer. No, the hammer <laughs> on the nail. <laughs> there it is, the hammer on the nail, right? <laughs> because um, I am the person that is the go to person. I am, you need something. I got you. Like, you say, you say it. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm there. I'm going to be there. Um, and now it's, I've had to allow, People to do things for me, and I am it. What I say it was very hard. It's still hard because there are some days I'm mm-hmm. like, no, no, it's okay. um But I've had to allow people to do do things for me. I was once the doer. I am now the receiver. And yep. truthfully, it feels good. It feels good to kind of just sit back and um, allow people to help you. I watched this TikTok video. Danielle, that ch- definitely changed my mindset. My mindset was mm-hmm. uh, the video. Uh, I don't know who the person is. I wish I can give her credit. I'm sorry, sis, but I'm gonna just share your story. So she was saying, "Sake that we often make is not allowing people to show up when they want to show up. Meaning, if somebody is offering." to mm-hmm. do something it's not an inconvenience because they are they want to be available um, when people put themselves out there and um that was really i mean that was kind of like the long and short of it but that really kind of shook a chord with me because i honestly yeah. think all the times now with my recovery that i i can be a burden like to my husband or to my friends, mm-hmm. um, my friends here in, in my area um, that I can be a burden. And when I heard that, I was like, well, no, I don't, I'm not a burden. And my friends, y'all will tell me, no, you're not a burden. What are you talking about? But that's just how I felt. Right. But God had lifted that off of me mm-hmm. Um, where if somebody's offering I won't say all the time, but I am more <laughs> I am more willing to be like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So I got another short story for you. Is that okay? Yep. Okay, so last week uh, a friend of mine was having a party um for her baby. And I wanted to kind of get out the house and help her decorate what I could in my wheelchair. I was fine. With it. But she called me and said that she could not pick me up because um, I know she knows how to handle my wheelchair and how to help get me out. Um, but she said, hey, my sister, I called my sister and my sister is going to come get you. And I immediately was like, oh, your sister's never helped me. She does. I don't know if she's going to know how to get my wheelchair, how to do all my stuff um, to get me out of the house. And I immediately was going to say, oh, well, girl, that's okay. I will just uh, look at the picture as the one you guys finished setting up for the party. But something in me kept saying, no, don't say no. Just say, okay. And so I did. And I felt like a burden had been lifted.
0: Wow! Because
1: my first thought was, I'm an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. because her sister doesn't know how to help me. And when I say her sister was like, "Okay, what do I need to do." Okay. Boom boom boom. Okay. All right, let's get in the car. And it was that. It was no questions asked. It wasn't, "Oh my goodness, anything like that." It was true compassion and mm-hmm. true willingness to help me. Yeah. And I think that's what has always been a struggle that I'm always willing to help others, mm-hmm. but I don't to help me. Not that I'm too good to to get help, but I I got it. I got it. I can do this. I can manage. But this accident and recovery journey has definitely opened my eyes um, to see that I do need help. And it's okay to allow people to help when they want to and when they want to show up, when they offer. And then even when I ask,
2: Period. So,
0: about asking so that you can receive. That's what the Lord says ask and you shall receive. You don't ask, you may not receive anything, you know? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I have a question. What would you say is like the biggest win in all of this, the biggest gain in this whole thing? Oh.
1: the biggest win. I would have to say it's kind of like a tie between a different type of level of faith, right? But then also finding myself.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay, tell us more.
1: Finding myself meaning I am uncovering what I'm able to see myself the way God has always seen me. I love that. And so I think that's what I mean by oh boy, tears.
0: Um let them come, let them come.
1: Um finding myself like, because sometimes, you know, we have, you know, I wear glasses, and I am nearsighted. So I can't see far, mm-hmm. right? But when I put on my glasses, everything becomes clearer, everything becomes, uh it's in focus, right? And putting on my God lens, right? Not saying that I'm God, but I'm seeing myself and situations differently as God would, I'm finding myself and I'm seeing them that love the Lord.
0: I love that. I love that so much. (laughs) I would say the same thing about myself, honestly, like the journey of finding yourself and like seeing like, it's like finally seeing yourself through god's eyes is unmatched with anything um it is just kind of like when it makes me feel like when i first got glasses like the very first time you see the world like i remember yeah when i got glasses before i got glasses i could not i was in high school and i could not see you know, you to have the projectors. I couldn't see anything on the projectors. I'd be squinting like this. I was sitting in the front of the glass and I could never see it. And I thought I was just normal. I thought, yeah, everybody can't see the projector. <laughs> and then when I went and did the eye test and everything, I got my glasses for the very first time. It was literally like, oh, my gosh, you mean to tell me I've just been walking around here not able to see. And this is what I've been missing. And it is just like that. Like, you've been missing this, I would say, this unconditional love you could have for yourself. You've just been missing so much. And it's so beautiful to be able to change that. Because also, you can't go back. Like, I can't take my glasses off and just keep on going ahead in this world because I'm getting into problems. Right. Like... (laughs) Yeah. Some things you can't unsee, you can't unknow. And I think that is a really beautiful thing as well. You know. All right. Let us talk about what God has taught us. You know, we've been talking a lot about just this journey and the ups and the downs. What's something you would say God has taught you?
1: God has taught me to let go.
0: Wow. Let
1: go of control i am a control freak
0: yeah
1: to a certain extent. i mm-hmm. like things in a certain way i am a type a personality i like mm, this is this is how it should be this mm-hmm. is how it's done this how it works out i've seen it if it ain't broke why well, fix it mm-hmm. that's that i am and what god has taught me he's so funny he is so funny i have zero control like we i know that that i have no control but i have zero control over what happens or what happened what's happening and what mm-hmm. will happen um because like i have so much concern i'm not going to say anxiety But I have so much concern with, well, what's going to happen with my leg now? Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to have to have another surgery. What is that going to look like? What is that Mm going to be like? Because this accident was such a, my injury rather, was such a complicated. It's Doctors are really having to. Team up and work together with the specialists to figure out what the next plan is, right? But they are the experts. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know my PT. She's the expert. And that's, and allow him to do what he does best. And so I just have to follow. The directions, whatever I've been given, that's what I have to do. And so I'm learning that. Um I'm learning that now mm. is. I got to let go. I have to let yeah. go of control.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Have to let that control go. So that's a huge lesson for me. That I'm learning. Yeah. I'm trying to. also hmm.
0: I love that so much. And honestly, I mean, same. (laughs) Literally, same. I've gone through that. I'm still having a hard time, but we are on the way of letting go because you're right. We don't have the control. I think for me, something that I've been learning, I've been studying God's character. And I've been looking at different, you know, just different stories in the Bible. I've been in Exodus for a while, and I'm, I'm still in there, where God is um, in the process of removing the Israelites from Egypt. And something I realize, and it's like I've already, I, this is something I think I've said before, but it's just continuously being reinforced, is that God doesn't do anything randomly. There is always intention behind his actions. I was reading about the plagues that happened. And do you know that all the plagues were strategic in the sense that they all, um um in some ways, like, ca- contradicted or countered one of the Egyptian gods. Because God's whole right. purpose is... You need to let my people go so they can worship me. I want you to know who I am, that I am the Lord. The Egyptians had a bunch of different gods. And God said, y'all go know I am the Lord. And so he literally attacked all of their gods through every single plague, you know? Mm -hmm. So I read that and I just was like, well, if God... D- did that then, you know? And I mean, we we see that theme, I would say, throughout the entire Bible where when God does something or even if he allows something to happen, it's not just a random thing that's happened. And it's something I've been experiencing in my life, honestly, for like my entire life, but especially over the past like few weeks, there are certain things that are happening. I'm like, I see you, God. I know this is you. And it's just crazy. Um, and i'm I'm gonna talk about this in a future podcast. Stay tuned. I want to talk about it in more in depth. But there's something that recently happened to me that has been so it just changed everything for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And it made me see things so much so so differently. And I realized the timing of all of those things that happened. And I realized that, Again, like that timing, it was intentional the way it all went down. Um, Mm -hmm. And so just, yeah, just, and I think this goes along too with everything we're talking about where, yeah, this accident changed a lot of things and probably seemed like it was random and it wasn't, it was not random. Um, And even though it's painful, I think God has been so intentional in how he's been working throughout this whole process for you exactly and for me too so it's something i want to remind y'all if if you are experiencing some pain some struggles whatever it is like just know that god is up to something that's what i heard the other day too um this woman saying i was telling you about when things are not working out and when things are happening it's like okay god what, what what are you up to you have to be up to something and, you know, right now I don't have the whole picture, but I know God is intentional. I know he's working and I know something's going on. And I'm, I am i think that it's just a matter of time before I can see what the full picture. Uh, but it's really encouraging, especially in those times when you want to give up because you're just like, this is too much. I can't. Mm-hmm. Just to know how much God is working for you. Well, we have come to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much, Felicia, for coming in, for being vulnerable and sharing your experience. I appreciate you, and I know that this will bless others.
1: Amen. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you again, and I'll got I'll see you guys soon.
0: Yeah, I'll. <laughs>
2: absolutely
0: yes all right y'all until next time bye